Welcome to the Not Your Mama podcast. This is your host, Kelly Bryant, creator and founder of Kelly Bryant Wellness, and a personal trainer who helps new and expecting parents feel freaking amazing in their body in less time per day than your partner spends on the toilet. Funny side story. My daughter, she's potty trained, and she really, really dislikes it if you call her potty the pot. If you say pot, she will sit there and go, no, potty. So I just had to throw that in there because I'm picturing in my brain as I say it, the toilet emoji, and I want to call it all of the other words for a toilet, like potty, pot, can, whatever. And it just made me think of my little peanut who is very determined to make everyone understand that it's called a potty. Now, today I have a quickie episode for you. Um, It is Cyber Monday, so we are going to just jump in, give this a listen. Don't worry if you're listening to it after the fact. This is still going to be applicable and make sense for you, but I want to talk a little bit about this kind of weird holiday season that we're having this year. I've been hearing from so many new and expecting parents who've decided to stay home and isolate from their extended family. Um, I know lots of new parents who are struggling to work from home with a new baby and zero childcare because they're just not sure, you know, they don't feel confident putting their kid in daycare yet. And I did a poll on my Instagram a few days ago and legit everybody is staying home this year. And this just sucks, right? So we could like try to spin this and be like, silver lining, yay, everything's awesome. Uh, I don't have to cook a whole turkey, but we're not going to sugarcoat this today. This stuff, this sleep deprivation and isolation and OPS, fear of death or losing your job or any of those other things, this shit's hard. The good news is doing hard shit is your superpower. As human beings, we were literally designed for the worst case scenario. Our whole system is designed to keep us alive in shitty situations. But yes, I'm going to say shit a lot in this episode. Maybe if you don't want your kids to say shit, you should uh, put your headphones in. Sorry about that, team. So we were designed to handle the hardest shit that the universe can serve up. And every day I watch these resilient, incredible humans who I work with handle it. And, you know, they're, they're handling all of this stuff and saying to me, like, I can't do this. This is too hard, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're literally doing it right now. So I hear a lot of like, this isn't fair. This is hard. I don't like it. This sucks. I'm bad at this. And I'm not even going to try to convince you that those things aren't true because maybe it really isn't fair and it is hard and you don't like it and you are bad at it. But let me ask you. What do you gain from repeating those thoughts to yourself over and over again? You don't have to lie to yourself, right? You're not just going to sit there and be like, everything's awesome. I'm so happy. You don't have to lie to yourself like that. But what if you reminded yourself it's not fair and that's okay. It's not supposed to be fair. This is hard and I'm still doing it. I don't like this, but I want it to be done, so I'm willing to do it. I'm bad at this, but I'm getting better at it. What if you reframed all of those thoughts in that way to just remind yourself that despite how you might feel about it, despite what your knee-jerk reaction might be in your brain, the truth is that you are 
handling it. So today, what I want you to do is to give yourself a moment to just sit and be still and look at all of the changes and the shifts that you've handled this year and give yourself some credit. If you are listening to this podcast, you survived it. So whatever it was that the universe handed up to you, whatever shit you were served on a platter, you managed to handle it. And I'm proud of you. So I hope you're proud of you too. And if you're one of those people who, frankly, this hasn't been a horrible year for me. I've been very blessed. I am quick to say that. Um, So if you're one of those people who's like, you know, it really hasn't been that bad for me. I still want you to keep listening here. Because yes, whether it's been bad or good, I am now going to ask you to look at the bright side. What have you gained this year? I think sometimes people think that like, if we're going to look on the bright side or, you know, try to see the positive in things that it has to outweigh the bad. I'm not telling you it's going to outweigh the bad. This year, 2020 might just be a net negative in your balance spreadsheet, but I need you to recognize that every single thing that you did gain this year, you gave it to yourself. You did that. That was you. You know that saying, when life gives you lemons, what's the rest of it? You make lemonade. You're the one who makes lemonade and you've done it. Whatever good came out of this year, that's on you too. So going into this weird ass holiday season that we're having, we can choose to reframe all of the I don't get to travel. I don't get to see my family. It's heartbreaking that my parents haven't held their grandbaby, whatever it might be. You can choose to reframe all of that. You can one process and feel all of the emotion, right? Like if you need to do it, you block out 30 minutes on your calendar and you're like, this is my sob time. I'm going to go cry in the shower during this period of time. So you get all that out and then you look for where the opportunities are. So if we reframe, I don't get to see my family, I can't do this, all of that stuff. And we say, I'm going to be home on a regular schedule in my normal routine for this time of year that's usually so stressful and busy and bustling and all of that, right? Like I feel like every year people complain about how busy the holiday season is. And now we have a finally not busy holiday season, what are you going to do with it? Right? So if last year you'd been sitting there and you were like, oh my God, I have to travel and the blah, 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 and the traffic and all of this stuff, what were you dreaming you could do? What, what is the, what was the potential opportunity that you were missing when you were so wrapped up in the busyness of the holiday season? And Hopefully you see where I'm going here. What do you want to do with that time now? It's really hard to change a behavior or maintain a new habit when your environment is changing. It's not impossible, but it's much more challenging. So while you have all of this regularity and a set schedule and nothing's changing and you're in a routine, or hopefully you're in a routine because you have an opportunity to create one, why don't we take the opportunity to build a new habit, to change yourself, to do any 
number of really amazing things for your ultimate long-term health. So I have a list here of 20 habits you can start building right now. You don't have to wait until the first of the year. You don't have to like call 2020 a wash and just decide that you're going to be miserable for the next month. Here are 20 habits you can start building right now. Meditate every day for five minutes. Implement a stress management plan that you can use as needed through the holidays. So basically, that's learn how to manage stress, learn techniques to manage stress and practice them so that you can use them when you need them. Drink more water. Walk 10,000 steps a day. Correct your posture. Add more recovery to your training plan. Start a gratitude journal. Treat yourself to a daily self-massage. Practice a new daily desk stretch routine. Stick to a three or four or whatever times per week workout plan. Go outside every day. Start noticing your thoughts and practice positive self-thoughts daily. Floss every day. Learn to dance. Make your bed Commit to a daily mindset or thought work practice. Practice observing your hunger levels before and after every meal. Try something new every week. Follow a daily breathing and core activation routine. This is something I teach. Cook with a new food every week. So there's 20 ideas of new habits that you can form with very few resources, very little time, And with just what you have available in your house, in your regular daily routine. And if you're interested in getting support on building any of those habits, you can join the Resolution Revolution Challenge that I'm running. The challenge technically starts today. So this is Cyber Monday if you're listening to this in real time. And this is the first day of the challenge. So you're a little bit late to the party, but you're not too late yet. So if you want to get support for building new challenges, that's building new habits, that's exactly what I'm doing in the Resolution Revolution challenge that I'm running for the month of December. So go to the link in the show notes to go register if you want to join the challenge. Or if you're not listening to this in real time, you can register to access all of the recordings after the fact. I want to leave you with one last thought for today. And this particular thought applies to my personal, uh, like my cleaning routine around the house. This is something that I used to get so bent out of shape about being the person who does the majority of the cleaning in our household and having to spend every weekend you know, hours every weekend cleaning and constantly having a load of laundry, sitting on the couch, waiting to be folded. And then I realized that all of this, like there's like the work that I have to do. And then there's all of the misery and like suffering that I create around it. All of the like shitty thoughts that I have about it. And all of those shitty thoughts, like I'm literally the only one who is experiencing that misery. So either I can do this cleaning myself because I'm the one who wants it done and I'm the only one who's really going to do it the way I want it done anyway. Or I can keep bitching at my husband when the dishwasher isn't unloaded and the sink is full of dishes. P.S. He also does almost all of the cooking and cleans the kitchen every night. I honestly, I don't know if that's like fair or if it's like an exactly equal division of labor, 
but I've realized that I'm just happier when I stop trying to do the math of like how much time I'm spending cleaning versus how much time he's spending cooking and just embrace the fact that I have the capacity to clean the house. And when I do, I get to have a clean house. And if I'm coming into it from an abundance mindset, it's not a problem that also my husband and my kid get to have a clean house too. I get to have a clean house. If I lived alone, I would also still do all of the cleaning and I'm the one who wants to have it clean. So that's okay. So I'm never a proponent of being a martyr, but I do want to offer that you can just change how you think about the mundane shit you don't want to do. Do you want to have it done? Does anyone else give a crap? And do you have the capacity to do it? And then of course, my very favorite, which is can you make it suck less? So when I'm cleaning, I do it at 5 a.m. I literally get up at 5 a.m. to clean my house every day. Well, most days, not every day. Um, I listen to podcasts. I do like a facial mask. I sip coffee. It's my alone time. And I actually really enjoy it. I enjoy it so much more than when I was like saving up hours to do on the weekend and missing out on time with my family and being able to like relax and chill. So the moral of the story here is just because other people hate something, right? Like if you ask a whole bunch of parents, they're all going to be like, whoever is the person who does the majority of the cleaning in the household is going to be like, cleaning kind of sucks. It's not really fair. My partner doesn't pull their weight, blah, 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 blah. Just because other people have that attitude about it doesn't mean that you have to. You can choose to feel any way you want. And of course, this applies to movement too. So just because other people are like, doing these punishing workouts that make them miserable that they don't enjoy doesn't mean that you have to. You can choose to do workouts that you like, to do the same workouts that you feel like you quote unquote should do, or maybe like are the best thing for your body. You know, from like (laughs) your heart, you know that they're the right thing to do. You can just decide to change how you think about them. Because continuing to think, I don't like this, this is miserable, it's not fair that I have to do this, doesn't make it any easier to do it. So you might as well see what it feels like if you turn it around and say, I didn't used to like this, but it's something I have to do. So I'm going to choose to like it. I'm going to choose to find a way to enjoy it. And you can do that with any one of those 20 habits that I listed here today. So again, show notes, if you want to join the resolution revolution or get all of those resources, and check out my social media. I am running Cyber Monday sales today. So if it is still, if you're listening to this in real time, go to my social media pages at Kelly Bryant Wellness on Facebook or Instagram and check out the deals that are available there. Okay. 